Welcome to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. I'm Matthew Carlock, and today I'm going to go over another recent event or behavior my kid has done and the stumbling epiphany it's led me to as a parent. I also share what it's like getting a toddler to sleep as I play a recording of one of our bedtime stories that I routinely fall asleep in the middle of telling due to exhaustion. Welcome back to another episode of Sleep Deprived Storytime. Okay, so a couple of things. Um, uh, I'm I'm in the middle of break right now. I don't. I think this is gonna drop maybe a week or two afterwards. But man, man, was it a break? Not really, because on day number two, I caught my kids stomach bug that he had what 12 days earlier thought we were in the clear it's not really a long incubation period it's not really i mean stomach bug and it was 24 hours but man it took everything out of me and my poor wife she had to put up with that little ball of gregarious joy for 48 hours by herself while I'm also upstairs and just not feeling great which makes me think of and makes me want to talk about um, you know kids health things like that especially in the time of COVID and pandemic Um, luckily we have been able to get him into a school that has a relatively good health Uh, or, you know, takes the health of their kids pretty seriously. Or they did up until last summer. Like, the first six months he was there, because we tried to do homes, uh, taking care of him at home while also working, and that just didn't work for us very much. Uh, Anyway, for the first, like, six to seven months that he was at school, he was never sick. Never, ever sick. They cleaned out everything so much, and everything was great because everyone was masking and social distancing and not traveling. And as soon as summer showed up and everyone's like, yeah, woo, we beat COVID. We did not beat COVID. And sickness rained down on us. It was, I mean, every other week. And now he gets a cold at least once a month, which means one of us or both of us get sick also once a month. Anyway, with um, stomach bug, yeah, stomach bug, my wife took extra precautions. Everything we stayed away. We masked in front of him, like in our own house. We wiped down stuff with Clorox whenever he was near it. We did such a good job. And then I still got sick. Mm. Um, however, my epiphany this time is I really, really, really need to be less hard on myself oh my god I need to be less hard on myself um when I was talking to my counselor they were like you feel bad for being sick it's like yes I feel bad for being sick suddenly my like all the stuff that I have to do to you know help keep the family going is a two-partner system is suddenly just on my wife's shoulders and she's like okay and if it was your wife sick and I was like yeah it would okay it would all be on my shoulders but still I, I just as a you know the person who does 
I don't want to say primary caregiver, that doesn't sound right, but as, like, the person who does all the food and taking kid to school and making sure... Well, that, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> that's about it. Anyway, but, yeah. let me just say I was just beating myself up. And that's generally not a good thing. You can't always give and give and give. And I'm really glad that I had that talk with my counselor on the day that I was sick. Because I couldn't... I, I was so hard. I'm still kind of hard on myself. Like... It's ridiculous. I was lying in bed moaning for like 12 hours because of how bad my stomach hurt and I probably had a fever and all this other crap. Took a COVID test and everything came back negative. And it was still just absolute. I, I was just like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so weak? You shouldn't be so weak. You, you got to be the healthy one. You can still do work. You can get up. You can take the dogs for a walk. No. All right. When sickness is in the air, take care of yourself. And make sure, I mean, I've said this before on the podcast, part of it is, you know, mental health, do hobbies and stuff to keep yourself going. But the other thing is, you know, don't be so hard on yourself when it comes to stuff like this. It's okay. It's okay. Anyway, until next time, get some sleep. You want me to tell you a story? Yeah. What do you want the story to be about? The winches. <laughs> the witch. Okay. Once upon a time, there was a little Grinch who lived all alone on top of a mountain that was very cold. The Grinch. This was a different kind of Grinch. It wasn't a holiday Christmas Grinch. This was a Grinch that hated Thanksgiving. Whenever the Who's tried to have Thanksgiving, the Grinch would always try to sabotage their party. One year, he tried to let all the turkeys free, but they just used roasted cans of who hash anyway instead uh, one year he stole all their vegetables and they just turned everything into tofu so the Grinch had a plan to get rid of Thanksgiving once and for all he would come down to Whoville while everyone was sleeping and he would write mean notes to people that way when they woke up they would read the mean notes they would think someone else did it and was trying to be mean. That way, no one would be thankful. <laughs> the Grinch was so clever. He used his dog Max, disguised as a turkey, to uh, escort him all the way down the hill to the town of Whoville the night before Thanksgiving. snuck into the first house and wrote you smell all over on 
little sticky notes, posting it to each family member's head. You stink, you smell. What is that odious stench? You smell like rotten eggs. Notes like that. Then he went to the next neighbors, and he said, uh, he said, you look like a pig. You dress, and uh, you, clothes are always dirty, and you look grimy, and no one wants to be around you because you smell bad. And then he went to the next house, and he said, uh, you're too tall. Everyone looks up to you only because you're so tall. People call you Jolly Green Giant. And he went around to all the different houses just writing mean, nasty notes to people. He kept laughing to himself whenever he would write a note. And Max, his lookout, made sure that no one woke up or that he didn't get spotted. When he was last at done with the last house, him and Max went right outside and dressed themselves up as Thanksgiving decorations so that no one would notice them. And in the morning, he was sure people were going to start wailing in anger and resentment toward the neighbors. But that's not what happened. As the people woke up, <coughs> they read the notes, they considered them for a second, and then they tried to do their best to either um, try to do their best to forgive whoever said those mean, horrible things. Some people said they were thankful for being told the truth. Other people said that it was a gracious and honest thing that no one else had time to say. Either way, the people turned out to be more forgiving and more grateful for the notes than the Grinch expected. And that's when this Grinch realized that Thanksgiving isn't about just eating turkey and stuffing your faces and bellies. It's about being happy with what you have, grateful for your friends, for honesty and truth. And the Grinch realized that that's what he'd been missing. He busted out of the turkey costume and started going around telling everyone thank you for teaching him the lesson of Thanksgiving. The end. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, leave a rating, yada, yada, yada. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at M. that's K-C-O-L-R-A-C-M, or on Twitter at Colrac, K-C-O-L-R-A-C. Thanks. See you next time.